Hey guys, welcome to the Mind of Dav, where we take a deep dive into my mind along with a deep dive into my guest's mind. Today we have Eliza. How you doing? I'm doing well. Never been better. Weird. So uh, today we're going to be talking about spiritual experiences uh, and how they are affected by psychedelics and how they can affect your daily life. So Eliza here is pretty well versed and in some ways is a shaman to me and a shaman to the Lehigh Valley area in itself. I'd say that's going a little bit far, but um, yeah, I do, I do hope to be bringing a little bit more of a spiritual energy to this region. Um, and we've definitely had some great conversations and experiences together. Um, and I hope you enjoy the story that we were going to tell. Yeah, like, um, it's insane to me, well, like, in my experience, how different every uh, experience can be, but how similar, how it brings up different, well, it brings up the same thing, but in different forms, if you understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Exactly. I, I think psychedelics, in a lot of ways, is, um, it's like the magic eight ball, where you, you shake it up, and you wonder what's going to come out, and sometimes it's beautiful, sometimes it's painful, but underneath of it, there's a reason behind it um even if you're getting pain out of it it's pain for a reason and it's growth um most of the time sometimes you get lost in the soup but uh yeah yeah like it's, it's really intense sometimes like our good friend dimitri as we call him mm -hmm. uh like yesterday i felt myself getting really deep in there and getting somewhat lost in a way mm -hmm. but at the same time it was a lot of self-reflection happening and it just every experience was a great experience yeah, I find that um, part of the spiritual world you have to do in the physical world as well. Um, just being able to hone your mind and keep your attention and your focus so that you're able to see and hear what's being said. So even if you're being shown a scary ass demon that's like about to tear you apart, if it's in your mind, maybe your mind's telling you something about what's going on inside. Um, and I always think about where are these things coming from? like where inside of me is it being born because it's coming from inside you most of the time for spiritual psychedelic work but at the same time it could be coming from outside of you so if you're letting people into your body and your spiritual world then they'll show up um wherever you go yeah yeah and uh it's insane to me how like you could take these experiences and use them in a daily uh sense in a way if that makes sense because like what I realized was I don't need to know everything that it's okay. And like when I realized that I felt this feeling of like just pure euphoria in a way. And it, like, it was insane. I don't know if you noticed, I was sitting back there smiling, just like stretching oh, yeah. out. It was amazing. Yeah. That, that moment when you, you don't have any fear anymore and there's no pain and you're just, you're just you. And when, when you can bring that back into your day to day life and know like, Oh man, even if I'm getting beat up on like this or that or the other thing in your life, it's you're still you and you're still going through it and you're still here and nobody can take away what you've got inside your mind. And I think that like can give you more power than anybody else can. Yeah. And uh, that's what's beautiful about psychedelic journeys. I feel like it's just it really shows you who you are, what you need to work on. And especially like our good old friend Dimitri, aka DMT, um, it really does wonders for you. Like it gives off the chemicals in your brain, but and it takes you to these places where you might not necessarily want to be, but in your mental, you need to be at. 
Yeah, there's there's definitely journeys that we do in the physical world um, that are reflected in our spiritual world. So it's, I think they go hand in hand. Um, and for myself, I've had a pretty close relationship um, with DMT lately. Um, in part because it's been calling out to me. It's been it's been asking me to come and experience it um, because I've needed to have that release. And it's in the in the back of my mind. I know that it's something that can help heal me and help give me a, like an open, more open perspective on what's going on in my life. Um, and yeah, so whenever I have a struggle, sometimes I get this little little nagging sensation to go visit my friend Dimitri and see what he has to offer. Yeah, yeah. Um like what's your opinion on the restrictions because like i know some of them but mm. i really want like the people to know what your thoughts are on dmt restrictions and how stupid it is really i i think there's there's always a grain of salt um with everything and there's a reason why people are afraid of dmt and afraid of what it can do in our society because i think it it gives you freedom it helps helps uh, unplug all the plugs that have been put into your mind by other people, and it lets you just live your fullest self. Um, and a lot of times that means not listening to everybody else and what they have to say and how they want you to behave. Um, so I can see society seeing really truly free individuals as being something that would be scary to the mainstream, but I, I think it's ridiculous that people can't seek out these really amazing and incredible medicines yeah it's uh, it's funny you use the word mes medicine because that's exactly what it's like it's like mm -hmm. a treatment like and it's a treatment that your psychology in a way needs like all, aside for all the drugs that you get from the pharmacy like mm -hmm. and that caused more depression that caused more than that can make you rely on it because like you don't need to necessarily rely on dmt to feel that you could just take it once or twice and you'd be like you know what I feel so much better and like you, so many more things are put into perspective. It's like, mm -hmm. uh, there's actually researches, uh, researches, researchers, sorry about that, done, uh, doing, um, research on it about how it actually, uh, takes those creativity nodes and like actually, uh, expands them in a way. And along with, uh, the, how, throughout your life if you've had depression throughout your life like your brain is damaged throughout that depression it's mm -hmm. uh, sunken but what dmt does is it essentially takes it away if that makes sense yeah i've i've experienced um sort of a like it's like it's like a neurochemical medicine for you so your your synapses feel almost more alive afterwards um like i i know coming out of experiences it i have this sensation of weightlessness and there's no pain in my body yeah, and yeah. i just feel like like it's not the expression i'm firing on all cylinders comes into play and it's like mm -hmm. you do feel like suddenly you've just gotten this burst of energy and like all all those synapses in your brain are like smooth and perfect and they're they're firing in the ways that they're supposed to be and i think that's because it it really opens up your mind and lets lets your mind do what it wants to do inside. And so it sends off the signals back and forth. And so it's this amazing conversation that you have in your mind with psychedelics. Um, and it can be incredibly healing. And I, I think a lot of it is the perspective that you take to it. So that's the concern is that if you maybe aren't prepared and your synapses are, are severely damaged and you're trying to heal them, but they're not getting as far as you want them to go, that can be a bit of a difficult process, but yeah overall i think um 
the availability of these medicines um, needs to be made for our population who are suffering um, from so many things. And I think it just needs to be done in the right way. So taking the time to understand what you're going to do, why you're doing it, um, it's really critical. Um, yeah. Having a reverence for the molecules and the plants um, that provide these services to us is super important. Because if you don't have respect for what you're going into, it can really do some damage. Yeah, it can hit. like show you things that you don't need to see nor want to see. Mm -hmm. And and usually that's because you didn't really give it the full thought of what you needed to before you went into it. Like mm -hmm. a lot of times I think of uh, a psychedelic experience as going on a mission to figure out what yeah. I need to find out. Um, exactly. And it, you, you don't know if it's going to be uh, like an amazing happy journey or have some sad, painful parts, but it's just like watching a movie. You never know where it's going to go, but by the end of it, you feel like this, I don't know, just a deep sense of like oneness. Yeah. Um, like when I went into the, our trips that we took together, I genuinely went with a good, fresh mind. Like, look, I caught off a lot of distractions in my mind. Like a lot of things that were holding me back for all these years. I've just let those people go. Some of them, uh, really weren't happy about it but it's what I needed and it's what I needed for my peace of mind before I and this was way before I even considered doing it you feel me this was like my body telling me hey you need to start prepping this there's something coming um I cut off a lot of negative people in my life a lot of people that were controlling or like my way or the highway or like mm -hmm. You know, uh, and I'm still friends with, like, people they're friends with, but necessarily I don't want a certain people in my vicinity, in my life, like, because they're not going to do anything besides hold me back. And when I went into that uh, trip, um, not only did I get, like, a confirmation, yeah, like, yeah, at the end of the day, my five-year goal, those people have held me back throughout those five-years goal. So now my next goal for five years... Uh, do I really want them holding me back? Do I really want to be in a place where, like, oh, if I don't do something for this person, he's going to get mad? Mm -hmm. Or, hey, if I don't go to your birthday, you're going to be really upset when I'm trying to make moves or, like, when I'm trying to do this and that. If you're going to be upset about little things, I don't really want you in my life. And, like, DMT, in a way, really uh, put that into perspective for me. And it just, uh, when I came out the trip, like you said, that weightlessness, mm -hmm. I felt like a fresh, like, uh canvas pretty much and i was yeah. just ready to like start filling it with good like new goals like what a, like you know i started mm -hmm. this mission and my canvas is not even halfway full yet but like i've done so much like throughout it like this podcast is a part of it of course oh yeah i i definitely have had that that fresh canvas experience um it's like a reset like psychedelics in a lot of ways are like helping you reset your mind and find a new baseline. Um, so throughout my life, I've, I've been prescribed different medications and experienced uh, various psychedelics with um, various structures and compounds within them, um, both plant and otherwise. Um, so I've found that throughout all of those experiences, there's like this underlying resetting of your mind and giving you like just a new perspective and a new framework to work with. Um, and it always reminds me of uh, the rose tinted glasses that people talk about when you fall in love, that you're like, you're always looking through the rosy lens. Um, and I think psychedelics are just another lens you can put in your glasses to see the world in a different way.
Yeah, um, that's very true. Like, it really broadens, like, I, I say this a lot, I'm starting to sound like a broken record, but it really does broaden your horizon. Like you said, it's a different lens. It's a whole new view on things, and it's something I feel like we need, and, like, some people might not be able to handle it, Mm-hmm. And it's not that you can't handle it. It's just you can't handle it right now. Yeah, you don't like have you the could, right prep. Yeah. Maybe like, because right now there's something going on with you that is preventing or blocking you from really experiencing this journey. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Like, uh, what was your first experience like really with DMT? Oh, um, so the first experience I had with DMT, I, I was, um, I had got heard word of it, um, like through the grapevine in college. Um, Mm -hmm. and I had been a lover of mushrooms all my life. Um, they had done amazing, incredible things for me in the past. And so I always wanted to continue my psychedelic journey and try and figure out like what works for me to heal my body and my mind. Um, because ever since I was much much younger i've had some sort of pain that i needed to get worked out in my body um and i I found that psychedelics helped me figure out what was causing me pain in my own mind um because it wasn't it wasn't a physical pain there was something else going on um and so i was always looking for like new ways to help heal myself um and there is the appeal to dmt that it's supposedly a really short experience um the first experience for me was not short at all. Um, I think the first full full experience of it, um, outside of just little tastings of it, where I got just a very vague sense of mm-hmm. um, sort of an LSD vibe from it, not yeah. really the true full effects of it. Um, but yeah, that first experience, I remember I was um, in college. I had just gotten back home, and I was like, okay, let's let's go for it. Let's try it. Like you hear about people breaking through into something like profoundly different. Um, And that's sort of what I was trying to do and had been trying to do for like the past week, but it like, it wasn't really working out. And then that day it just, it clicked. And I remember just the moment after I realized I was going to make it in, it felt like all time stopped and I, I could hear this thump in the background and it would just, there was a little bump, bump. Mm-hmm. Bump. And now I'm realizing now that I think that was me hearing my own heartbeat in my body. That was how my frame of time had shifted and slowed down. And once time basically crawled to a stop and I was in the black box, I'd like, I got really scared and like, I was, I was super afraid and like, cause I was dying. It felt like I was dying. Yeah. And that's, that's part of it is like, that's the pain. And like, so you're inside this is, black box of your mind and you're experiencing all this pain and the Microsoft word art from, you know, the early like nineties, two thousands time came up and it was a bouncing spinning sign that was saying you are dead. And I was like, Oh, Oh God, I, I killed myself. Like, this is it. That's it. And I had, uh, all the little bits of my ego before me were shattering. Mm-hmm. Um, that ego death that you yeah. experience everything that you love and hold dear and like feel like is you outside of yourself just like feels like it's gone and it's evaporating. Mm -hmm. Um, and once you get through that, once you let go of all the things that you hold dear, it just, it opens up into this magical world where you have no idea what could happen. Like what to expect, like, yo, what's Uh, next? Like, yeah, you never know. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I've had like 
through the looking glass experiences. Um, I've gone into like wild Candyland style places mm -hmm. and it's just, it really is like a magical wonderland. Once you get in and you like let go of all the pain you've been yeah. experiencing, like you realize life is amazing and there's all this wonder in the world. Do you have like any stories that no one really knows about or like something like insane mind boggling that happened to you? Um, I've like, I had my eyeballs like fall out of my, the frame of my head before, what? like, and I was like, oh God. And so I was like looking up, out, looking down at my eyeballs, which were looking back at me at the same time. Like I just, that's insane. So like I've had super wild experiences where like bits of my body are like no longer attached or like it's so yeah there's there's all sorts of wild and crazy things i think most of the stuff i've experienced people haven't heard about yet um yeah like oh. it's like really it's really hard to explain but like when you do find ways to explain it it's like nah this just sounds really unbelievable this can't be true type of way yeah like the 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 eternal handshake with your ancestors like i've had That's this crazy. sensation that i was holding hands with everyone who had ever been a part of my biology and my existence like all the way back to the beginning of time so you can go so many places with this molecule and i think in a lot of ways it's like it's showing me that my mind is like its own spaceship and its own world inside of mm -hmm. me and that I can live in the physical world and the spiritual world. And so it's, it feels like it's bridging that gap for yeah. me. As it should. Uh, the other day or yesterday, um, it's crazy. Cause like when I went to talk with our old little friend, uh, I was at first, like I told you, like I saw like my brain mm -hmm. and the thing is, I, I know a lot of different things, but I don't like to talk about it. Like in my mind, I'm a genius, but I just don't like talking about it. Like I could go on about random time periods of history, science, like bio, like certain bio or certain scientists, like biology mm -hmm. and astronomy. And I'll blow anybody out the water in those conversations in my mind. But like, like in my mind, what it was, was that knowledge that I pride myself on, like my brain being surrounded by it. Mm -hmm. And then like, it was just like a sudden burst. Like, I mean, that's cool. I know all that, but in the grand scheme of things, like, how am I going to leave my imprint with that? Like, what am I going to do with that? And it just started uh, flying towards me. Like, I started, like, my Jeep turned into a Tesla, like I was telling mm -hmm. you. And it's just like, all right, cool. This is my future. Like, it's showing me my future. Because, yep. like, that's, like, one of my, like, I tell everybody this. Like, by next year, that's, like, a car I really want to have is that Tesla. Mm -hmm. and uh, And I just feel like what DMT did in a way was like confirm like hey you're doing the right thing you're making the right moves you've begun investing in yourself like eventually you're gonna get to the point where you want to be at and these are all everything till there is part of the journey mm -hmm. definitely i i think those psychedelic experiences are journeys in themselves and mm -hmm. they're they're journeys that can like give us confirmation about where we are in our lives and what we're doing and how how we're going to move forward like the what you mentioned about the Jeep, it remind, reminded me that I, in one of my early experiences, um, I felt like all of a sudden, like in the DMT space, I was like, well, what am I supposed to do now? 
and immediately uh, like a computer popped up, uh, like a research lab popped up and I, I forget what the last thing was, but it like basically was like, look, you got three really amazing options in front of you. Just go yeah. down one of these paths. Yeah, you went to Cornell, right? Yeah. So yeah, there's like uh, that in itself gives you so many opportunities. Like mm -hmm. Cornell's a pretty known school. Like it's pretty out there. It's pretty prestigious in its own right. Mm -hmm. So like there's so much you could do with that degree. And like with your personal experiences, like I like I was talking to you about the other day, it's like you could have a vast arsenal, but if you don't know how to use it, like it's really like, is it worth having? Like you could have all these tools if you don't know how to sharpen them and bring them together, like uh, that wire that yeah. we talked about. There's no point in having them. Like, how can I connect my videography to say, all right, my friend needs something done. All right, boom. I'd be like, yo, let me film this for you. It'll get your name out there. He'll do this, that, and the third. Like, boom, I'm taking my social skills and my videography skills, putting them together. Mm -hmm. So it's like, really, your life, you're building these tools and how you use them. Uh, in a way, like, when you become more spiritually enlightened, like, I don't know if that's the word I want to use, but the more you delve deep into it, the more you realize that we really need to use everything we have in our life to mm -hmm. somewhat in a way make it like we're not just gonna make it by wishing it like yeah manifest your own thing boom but take the steps that you're uh, to what you're manifesting yeah exactly uh, when you say tools like a lot of my mindset has been framing it in puzzle pieces lately like you you just have all these little pieces and you want to make a beautiful painting by the end of it um I think I got hung up for the longest time and psychedelics have been teaching me to to let things out, to to make these connections and to start putting those tools together. Like you were saying, like we got to be making new things um, and combining all of our different skills. Like mm -hmm. I've got experiences in um, theater tech and like sound design and lighting and all of these like little skills that I picked up along the way yeah. that I've kind of let sit on the back burner for the longest time and now i'm just trying to figure out the best way to use all of these different skills and i definitely think the psychedelic experience um just because of how different a frame of mind it is it gives you the opportunity to see like oh wow if i put that and that together i might get something really yeah. amazing like i did a lot of psychology classes and all that and like it's funny that you were saying that like these tools that you put on the back burner and like I know like a lot of psychological tricks and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I have this friend uh, Beasley, and well, he's a character in his own right. But like recently, I've been like <laughs> these past two years, I've been just like using him as like a uh, my psychological test subject, kind of like stirring him in a mm -hmm. better direction. Like I give him a lot of uh, positive reinforcements and people are like, dude, why are you always like uh, supporting him? This and that. But I call him out on a lot of stuff, too. Like, but every time he'll do something good, I'll message him on the side, like, good job. Keep doing this or don't mm -hmm. do this or hey, you did that. Like and like. He'll be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But in the back of my mind, I know it's affecting him. And it's gonna he's going to fester on these thoughts. Mm -hmm. And they're going to help him with his future decisions. So, like, two years of positive reinforcements, it really does something to oh, you. Like, yeah. if, like, if you, like, you, you know what I mean? Like, say you keep doing this thing. Oh, nice. This is starting to feel really good. Like, people really notice I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. And then the more you feed into it, like, the more he'll steer into that direction. Because he's a good kid. He's just... Like I said, he's a character. He makes a lot of decisions that 
shouldn't be made. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> like, but like I said, through these like years of positive reinforcements, like I feel like it really has affected him. Cause like when I look back four years ago, three years ago, when I first met him, he, he's largely the same, but there's so much about him that's different. And I'm just like, that's good. Like mm -hmm. I had a part of that. Like he doesn't know I had a part of that. And like when I explained it to him and when I explained it to my friends I, I was with, like I was with my boy Leo and my boy David and I was telling him like, you know, I've been really putting this work in with this guy. And he's just like, you know, I didn't realize you were doing that until you mentioned it. Like a lot of the stuff mm -hmm. you're saying makes sense now. Cause if you like think about like a lot of my interactions with them, it's like me in a sense trolling him, but trolling him with like a little bit of motivation behind it. Like, I like to troll a lot of my friends, but all my trolls have meaning behind them and like certain things I want you to pick up from it. Like some of my friends get too easily angered. So like mm -hmm. I troll them, they get angry, but I'm like, Yo, you see how easily I just got you mad there? Just work on that. Like eventually I'm gonna say it so much, it's not gonna affect you anymore. So if somebody close to you is saying it so much, somebody uh, random that comes up to you and say, you're gonna be like, all right, whatever. Like my friends already know I do this. So whatever, like my friend brings it up every day. This does it's say something new. Like you feel me? Mm -hmm. It won't get him as mad. Yeah, it's like thickening the skin. But like the way I see it, working on people is like we got to remember that there's like we are neuroplastic. We we yeah. don't have to stay the same way. Yeah, like we're like, not a stone. Uh, I remember talking to you about mm -hmm. like our brain being plastic theory. I forget who, what uh, researcher came up with that theory, mm. but it's like our brains are malleable. Like and adjust to our environment so they're, they're ever changing. Yeah, we're, we're constantly conditioning ourselves. Um, and like with your behavior, you're, you're putting out an energy into the world and you're trying to influence it so that you, you're trying to help people. Like, yeah. and the intention is to bring a beneficial change to an individual. It's and like what I do. Yeah, and that's when you get, what you put out into the world is what you're gonna get back in a lot of ways. So if you're putting out a good energy, a good vibration and trying to make positive change for the world, you'll find that that positive change comes back to you. Um, even if there's hardship, like those hardships are often like, that's the grain of salt that you gotta, you gotta have with everything else that you gotta remember that that's why you're doing it. Like if you get a painful experience back, um, usually it's just, it's just part of the process and you gotta continue to work and move forward um, and those, can set you back and stop you but i think part of life is always remembering to like wake up and keep going again yeah and um that's like really key here and like back into that like well like everything is really connected in a sense of what you do like you said like you put these vibrations out but like and then they who they ripple with mm -hmm. they and they match your vibrations like you attract people in that way like you really do attract people similar to you, uh, but like through attracting those people that are so similar, you're inevitably gonna attract people that are really far different. Mm -hmm. And sometimes a good far different, like you wanna learn from them, but like also a good far different, like I think like, bro, you need some help, like type yeah. thing. And you but like you can relate to them at that time. So it's like, almost in our nature to try to bond with them because like mm -hmm. that's what we are we are social beings yeah it's, that's that duality um and like humans have this like level of magnetism for both people who are like us and are unlike us because when you're on the opposite side of, of the pond whatever it may be um we got three um you are like going to be able to be giving and receiving like a totally different experience and so that like fully other 
is what psychedelics give me to myself. Um, and I see that constantly being reflected in the environment mm -hmm. that we go back out into afterwards. Yeah. Another great like thing, talking something I wanted to touch up on earlier, like uh, I hope like what we talked about like really influences people and like they see things, but uh, like psychedelics is a journey, but like you need a guide to this journey. So sure, use what we talked about. But another thing is like the midnight gospel, beautiful. Oh, it's an amazing. Like, I know piece. you want to do something like that, and mm -hmm. I really wish the best of luck to you because like I feel like you would do it in a way that connects with in a sense, a lot more people because you're so well-versed in it mm. and you've been doing it for such a long time. You you have so many different experiences with different psychedelics. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm about to uh, try some Tibetan, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be uh, great and I'm looking forward to what I see, what I learned from it and what I can take away from it and to really apply it into my daily life. But that being said, we got to start wrapping up real soon. Uh, our time's almost over. We have less than a minute left. And great talking to you, yeah. my buddy. It's been a pleasure. Uh, always a good conversation. Yeah. I hope to see you again soon. I'll see you on Let the mountaintop. See you on the mountaintop next Wednesday. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan.